Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-on items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. Hello, Culturama listeners, and welcome to this exciting episode of Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. This program is brought to you by Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD and Accessible Technology Solutions. If you need instrumentals, recording, mixing, or mastering, maybe a music video, photo shoot, or graphic designing, need bouncy castles, face painting, popcorn, cotton candy, or characters for the kids, want to do online or offline promotion, maybe both, let's print your t shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1 866 That's 1 This episode is called Inspirational Moments, where I interview authors persons with special needs, Christian life coaches, motivational speakers, and so much more. And my very special guest today is Feather Shell, a blind single mother of five and author. Hi, Feather Shell. Welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you, my dear. Now, Feather Shell is a blind single mother of five, as I said, but one one currently lives on her own, so she has four on her hands now and she and she writes a really awesome book about dolphins but before we get to her book we want to know more about her and she's here to tell us that today so Feather Shell I want to start off with you in terms of tell us how did you end up being blind or visually impaired well I had a cancer when I was growing up um actually when I was a baby that affected my eyes called retinoblastoma Uh, And at that time, they had no way of treating the cancer, so they ended up having to remove them. What did they remove? Your eyes, the cancer, what did they remove? My eyes. Oh. Oh. So are you wearing prosthetics or uh, special glasses? Uh, Actually, yeah, I wear sunshades in all of my pictures because uh, they were not able to fit when I was an adult, they were not able to fit one of my eyes. And uh, wearing one prosthetic was giving me headaches. So, <laughs> fun stuff. <laughs> there was a previous interview I did with a lady who's blind and hearing impaired. And she was gonna uh, use prosthetics, but she said she's not gonna waste her time on money and those doctors. So, she decided to find some pair of sunshades that's specially <laughs> made for her. Nice. And go on with it. So, uh, Feathershell, tell us about your name, Feathershell. I like okay. the, the name. It's, it's really unique. Thank you. Um, my name is Heather Michelle. Uh, so, my mom 
when I was growing up, she would call me Feathershell as kind of a, a pet name or a nickname, and my grandfather as well. So I decided to use that as my pen name. Tell us about your life journey as a little girl growing up with this uh, <laughs> blindness. How did you cope in school? Tell us about that. Well, growing up, uh, thankfully, I had a very supportive family who treated me like a, a quote-unquote normal child. <laughs> Anything I wanted to do, they, they were very supportive and they would just say, well, go do it. And I would always find a way to do the things that I enjoy doing. So I was fortunate. You indicated to me off air that you uh, did some levels of college. Tell us about college life, what you did uh, oh, before yes. we get to your homeschooling journey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I studied at the University of Texas, um, all level special education. Um, and due to health reasons, I had to um, take incompletes and then life happened. So I wasn't able to finish. <laughs> But it was a very rewarding experience. Uh, I learned a lot. And guys, here's the interesting part now. She is not only blind, but a single mother of five. One of her children uh, is adopted, am I right? She is, my oldest. Um, yes. And she homeschooled all of them. But she has four on her hands now and uh, one is currently living on her own. Why have you decided to take up this initiative of home homeschooling your children? Um, actually, I had some negative experiences with observing uh, some schools and also uh, participating or trying to communicate with schools as a blind parent. Um, mm -hmm. When my Son, my first son, when he was in kindergarten, I had um, a lot of trouble communicating with his teacher. Um, she was not very receptive to alternative methods of communication. And I got pretty frustrated and I thought, well, you know, I went to school for this, so <laughs> I can teach him myself and we've done it ever since. Tell us, Feathershell, about the ins and outs of homeschooling. How do you get the curriculum ready? How do you check their assignments? How do you assess each child? Tell us about that, walk us through. Well, I'm very eclectic. So uh, we pretty much decide on things we want to learn. I do a lot of research. Uh, we find fun videos. We do, we find, or I find fun lesson plan ideas online. Um, and we go over their answers together. So uh, they're part of the correcting process. And also if there's something like handwriting or uh, something that's a little more visual, I will either show a friend or family member or FaceTime them so they can look. Just a reminder folks that I'm speaking with the beautiful Feather Shell. And this program is brought to you by Inner Sanctum Entertainment and Accessible Technology Solutions. Hello, my name is Saddam Ahmed and I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprises. At Accessible Technology Solutions, we offer highly customized training for all your adaptive technology needs, whether it be JAWS for Windows, for someone who's recently gone blind, whether it's learning your Mac or harnessing the amazing potential of your iPhone using adaptive technology like VoiceOver. For more information, please visit us on the website 
www.accessibletechnologysolutions.com. I'm Saddam underscore Ahmed11 on Twitter at Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprise on Facebook or email us SADAM at SADAMAHMED.com. Accessible Technology Solutions. Your problems, our solutions. Now for the interesting part, she is also a writer and she has her book out on the market called Stranded, am I right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So Father Shell, every book has a title, but sometimes you don't get the proper meaning of it as a reader. So tell us about the title and what does it mean to you and, 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 and what should people expect from that title alone? Well, the first book, it's the first book in a series called the Cetacea Chronicles. Um, and it follows a, an immortal group of children who ride dolphins and rescue animals. Um, and the first book is called Stranded because they are going to rescue a pod of pilot whales who have stranded on a beach. Do you mind giving us a brief summary of the book and people? There's a particular chapter that I like and there is a moral, a lesson of that <laughs> chapter. But do you mind giving us a short summary of the book? Because I want to ensure that those who are blind and visually impaired understand the words coming from your mouth. So that <laughs> when they purchase it, even after the, the little free thing going on, when they purchase it, <laughs> and then I say, oh, yes, I remember Father Shell saying that. So take it away, lady. Nice, nice. So basically, there's a virus that is affecting uh, whales and dolphins throughout the Atlantic Ocean. And um, this is a real virus uh, that scientists have studied uh, throughout the, the years. Um, and so this family of pilot whales has contracted the virus, some of them, and they become ill and kind of start panicking. And um, of course, predators pick up on that. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and then they have to be rescued by our heroes. Beautiful. Could you tell us the theme, the setting, the plot, uh, everything? I, I see lots of coral reefs, marine life, dolphins. Tell us about that. Definitely. It takes place in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, and then our rescuers, they live at zero degrees longitude, zero degrees latitude um, on a secret island that is invisible to anyone other than the dolphin riders and who they bring. And um, around that island, they have five ecosystems and five different zones around the island. It's a star-shaped island. So they have a kelp forest, a mangrove kind of swamp area. They have a deep zone with very, very deep water. Um, and then they have a coral reef zone. And what is the last one? How can I forget? <laughs> oh, yes, the polar, the polar zone. Yes, it's um, where Arctic and Antarctic animals actually coexist, which is pretty neat and unheard of. Beautiful lady. So 
Feather Cheryl, a dolphin is an animal. Duh. But <laughs> for those people who are not really animal lovers or for those people who are book lovers and they want to purchase your book, could you tell us what is a dolphin and the characteristics of the dolphins and different types of dolphins out there? Okay, so dolphins are um, mammals that live in the water and they are whales not all whales are dolphins but all dolphins are whales and um, they're part of the toothed whale family and there are about 33 different species so we have the biggest ones which are orcas or killer whales um, they're part of the dolphin family most people are unaware of that um, the most widely known dolphin species is probably the bottlenose dolphin like flipper from the tv show or winter from dolphin tail. Um, and then there are some less recognizable species, like uh, one of the dolphins in my book is a resource dolphin. They're fairly big dolphins, but they live far out at sea. And so uh, they're a little less studied than other species, but they're very interesting. I've been reading the chapters, still reading, but <laughs> one of the chapters I had to stick a pin in uh, is chapter two, feeding frenzies. Am I right? Yes, you am. And people, there is a moral in that chapter. I could <laughs> be wrong because people have their own opinions. But for me, there is a moral <laughs> in that chapter. Do you mind giving a short summary of chapter two? Definitely. Chapter two is um, where our family of pilot whales, they start to panic. And um, their organization breaks down and they start to scatter in all directions. And um, so I would say that the moral of that is, um, you know, trying to stay calm in a crisis um, and that, you know, panicking can lead to some disastrous situations and working together is always the best policy. For the show, every author has a target audience and I'm old enough, but Who's your target audience? <laughs> well, obviously, I would love for everyone to read my books, but I would say probably around eight years and up. Um, and depending on, you know, if, if adults or high schoolers are actually interested in marine biology, they might right. enjoy my books. But maybe the eight to 12 or 13 year old range, I would say. I'm going to be doing some collaboration with... Uh, book author uh, Kenya Nicholas, Life Books for Kids. So I'm going to put Feathershell in this lineup. Trust me, it's awesome. And uh, another one, Mrs. Linda J. Solomon. I'm going to, Saltman, I beg your pardon. I'm going to do some collaboration with these ladies. Awesome. So Feathershell, how can persons uh, find your books and get in contact with you for a book review? Um, so right now, the paperback is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and I believe a few other major book suppliers. Um, the ebook is available in the Kindle store uh, until March 30th. It's part of the Kindle Unlimited program where you can get it for free if you're a Kindle Unlimited subscriber. Um, and after that, it will be available on Google Books and App. Apple's iBooks as well. 
So um, it will be on Kindle um, up until March 30th for free. And then after they'll have to pay and to be on the Google uh, book list. Yes. Okay, awesome. What will be your final <laughs> advice to those parents uh, who have disabilities or non-disabilities? I would say just keep going no matter how hard it seems and don't give up on your dreams. Um, there are times when it's easy to just give up uh, and you know just focus on your kids and your kids are always going to be your first priority. But I think it's also important that you have goals and you know dreams that you're working toward personally as well. Same question, but this is for persons with or without disabilities or children. Yes, um, I would say the same for children. Definitely have goals, have dreams, and, and never give up because you never know what could happen. You want to say hi to anybody out there in the world? I would love to say hi to all of my children, all of my godchildren, my family, my friends. I love you all. And thank you so much for your support and all of my potential readers. Um, I am working on an audiobook that I'm recording myself. So hopefully soon our visually impaired um, audience will have that available on Audible as well. Feather Shell and a big shout out to all the people in the Nut House. Shout out to Sean and everybody else out there all over the world. Remember guys, life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. Blessings.